Hey there, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Be More Podcast. I am Brittany. I'm Maria. And today we're both tired. Yes. There's something about, I don't, I really don't, I, my routine super got screwed up this week. So I think that that's mm. like creating the, creating the diffusion. Dis, diffusion. I can't. Diffusion. <laughs> Not the word you're going for. Oh my goodness. You know what I did yesterday for the first time, I think in like a very, very long time. What? I took a bath and it was wonderful. Oh, good for you. You know what I did yesterday? I cleaned, like I hardcore cleaned my bathroom. I like now my now I'm thinking about it. That's probably why I woke up sore. Because <laughs> I was like scrubbing the shit out of my bathroom. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. That's like, what oh, I did. Wait, so that's so funny because that's literally what I did to my bathroom before I took a bath. <laughs> like I literally was like, I'm not getting in this bathtub until I clean it like crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> but I did that yesterday. But that's it's been a good. long week. So do you? Um. Oh my goodness. So I've been having. I think the thing that's been weighing on me the most this week. Mm-hmm. so you know Maja right yes so I have a for listeners who don't who don't know um I have three cats with my fiance I feel like I have to add that in there sometimes um <laughs> By herself, just three cats. <laughs> I have uh one of my cats is 14 years old and for anybody who's been a pet parent ever like having pets they really are like your children like you worry about them you you want to take care of them and it's really really frustrating because there's a like a you can't communicate with them like you can actual children mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. so maji has maji's like i said she's 14 she's an old lady and she has this have you ever heard of like sub sub oh, i can't think of the rest of the word cis on pets before cis yeah no there's a word that i can't think of the way the rest of it it's sub sub something <laughs> sub uh, whatever it's a type of cyst that's like a benign cyst like there's nothing wrong with it but it's kind of like when we get a whitehead okay and then like it can get infected underneath um, gotcha. and like start to swell so cats can get them on like their skin i don't know if dogs can too they might be able to cats can get them on their skin and um maj got one on her tail and the vet had looked at it a few months ago when i brought her in Okay. And was saying that it was fine. There was no nothing to worry about with it, um, which mm-hmm. was great. He was like, I don't need to, like, I can drain it. He was like, but it's it's, it's probably fine. Um, okay. So <laughs> talk about, guys. So, like, I'm the kind of person who can't handle, like, please. I don't like to, like, you worry about your pets already. But, like, then you see, like, something, like, traumatic. And you're just like, what is happening right now? So I woke up yesterday and like came into my office because this is where she normally is and i'm looking around on the ground and there's blood everywhere great it was like great. a horror it was like a horror scene all right and i was like <laughs> i have three cats so first i had to figure out like who it was yeah. and like she she seemed fine so i was like all right cool and then i realized like it's sitting at the base of her tail like that like it was like this okay. thing, sitting at the base of her tail and it like ulcerated so it like oh god opened. yeah 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 and Did you freak out go to the vet well yeah i called the like, I, obviously like none of them are taking day of appointments and the vet that we have is like 40 minutes away so now i'm trying to find a new vet that's closer just in case i have to bring her for an emergency yeah and and it's like i'm calling the vet was good because they're like no this is fine like this is normal this happens to them like 
You just got to make sure that it, like they, they keep the area clean and blah, blah, blah. But like you go down the path of all the things that you have to worry about, right? Like I had to leave to go to to teach afterwards. So I'm like thinking about her the whole time I'm gone. I'm worrying that like something yeah. terrible is going to happen. She's not going to stop bleeding. And you just fall down like this rabbit hole of like scary things. So like I was because of how old she is and i'm sure that you can relate to this with like everything with like with snow like Mm -hmm. because of how old she is you always have like you have moments where like oh my goodness like one day you're not going to be here anymore oh yeah i I mean yeah because it was the continuation of last week in the past 48 hours which is probably why i ended up taking a bath for the first time in years yesterday yeah um but it's like she's fine and she like confused about like why i'm being weird i think because she's like this isn't bothering me at all Um, i mean yeah they don't know i mean they they probably i mean they don't know to like is this a continuation of last week's episode on death death, but like now pets i guess so (laughs) god i don't need this right now you're so full of like the holiday spirit man um no i mean like she's 14 yeah yeah I mean, yeah, old ish. Mm -hmm. I mean, for Snow, she was she was still kind of she was eleven, twelve. Okay, older, obviously. Um, maybe was she twelve? God, I can't remember. But she was sick her whole life, basically. So I didn't know that. She like when we got her, she had a hernia. Jesus. Uh, she got that fixed, so she had sturdy when she was young. She had bad knees when she was young, too. So she took, like, medicine for that, too. And then later on in life, she just got sicker and sicker and, you know, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, so that sucked. But, I mean, Maja's pretty... I mean, I see. I saw her, what, a month or two ago? She seems pretty chill. Still pretty, oh, yeah. You would yeah, never know active. she's 14. She's like... No. She looks, she looks great, honestly. She's... Also, cats live for, like, ever. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, like, the like I think the thing that's concerning me the most is because of what's going on with COVID like if they if she has to go to the vet the vet won't let me in yeah and then yeah and like how is she like alone with other people right and she we have our other cats can deal but so Maji's a rescue and she was tortured like essentially tortured first she was she's the runt of her litter so she was tortured by her siblings yeah um and then she was pretty much like abused until Mm -hmm. we had rescued her when she was like six seven months old so she has trust like her mother she has trust issues and like has been traumatized (laughs) so this is why this is why she's my cat guys yeah yeah. um so like she doesn't (laughs) she really doesn't take all to anybody except me like, she's getting yeah, better with yeah. Dan, but even Dan yesterday got, like, insulted because he wanted to go pet her, and he was, like, petting her, and he was like, wow, she lets me pet her now, and then she, like, freaked out two seconds later. Um, <laughs> but, so, like, my, the thing that bothers me the most is, like, even if I want to be able to help her, and, like, she she does need to, thank God her, like, it's very clean, it's fine, there's no issues right now, but, like, if I do have to take her to the vet, I, like, I'm going to traumatize her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, what's the lesser of two evils? Right, right. And then that she was needs a to go to the bed. Yeah, and that was a vicious cycle. So, oh my gosh, guys, you're gonna learn so many about cat, so much about cat diseases today. Um, we have another cat who has. Um, but have you ever heard of? I think I told you about this when we found out that he had feline herpes. Yeah, I, I yeah, you mentioned this before to me. Um, and so herpes runs differently in cats than it does in humans. Um, mm-hmm. It's a similar like, like under the radar virus, but. They can get it from, like, their parent or, like, if they get scratched by another cat, like, an outdoor cat. Um, 
Mm-hmm. We don't really know where Pieces got it from, except for like maybe the one day when he ran away. Oh God! Many many years ago. Yeah. Um, so we don't know how he got it, but we brought him to the vet, mm-hmm. and if it goes like untreated and it becomes like active, like if they have an outbreak <laughs> and it becomes like an active outbreak, they get like an upper yeah. respiratory infection from it. Interesting. Okay. So he was like getting really fun, like finicky and weird, and like his oh, eyes God. started getting all runny. So we knew that was a symptom of his like upper respiratory infection. So I brought him to the vet, and I was how the vet like ended up saying that he had feline herpes. And then he was like, "Well, if he puts him," I was like, "What? How? Like, how does he? How does this happen? Like, how does he get an outbreak? Like, what triggers him?" And he was like, "Well, if he's putting it in any like if he feels anxious or stressed out, like that could trigger it." And this is our cat that has like anxiety disorder yeah great so it's like so, all right, well i just brought him all the way down here to be in your presence to get looked at so you can tell me that a stressful situation is gonna bring him out like bring this out on him and i just put him through a stressful situation <laughs> and like, it's so, like again it's complicated with cats because like we can't they can't communicate <coughs> stuff with us we like have to watch them and like yeah like, watch for their signals and their symptoms and it's it's just <sighs> <laughs> and like it's a lot. Know. It's a lot. Having pets is a lot. <clears throat> oh yeah, they're literally children. They are. Um, and it makes it sad when people don't realize what they're signing up for. No, like and so many animals get abused and get abandoned and don't get the like the love that they they deserve. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of people now have gotten pets. I feel like everyone i went from having a couple like of my dance clients who had dogs to now every one of my dance we're clients to, has a dog from COVID. We're, yeah we're trying to get adopt a dog right now actually oh, i love it um, home, so go for it and like but that's the thing too it's like it's <laughs> it's not just about your like presence and physical presence in your house and i'm not talking about you at all but yeah like it's not just like oh i'm home so i'm here if it needs me it's like oh i have to train this puppy oh, this cat, like, needs a lot of attention. Like, it's really like having a toddler, like having an infant. Like, it's not like they oh don't God. need anything and you just gave them a home and you're great, which is what a lot of the issue is with, like, what they make it, like, their commercials make it seem like it is when you adopt a pet. It's like, yeah, oh, it's, you're giving a lot them a of... forever home and you're giving them love. Like, that's not enough. Like, they actually do need things from you. Yeah, because they, they come with their own situations. Yeah. Um, you know, Ashley adopted or rescued Tucker, her new yeah. dog when he was oh my god i don't know six weeks old tiny a tiny little puppy um little baby he still is like her child but uh just seeing her go through that and like talking to her about that stuff <clears throat> i was like holy shit like you have an infant i still i heard a cat meow yeah that's gunter <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny because like he knows we're talking about animals he's like yeah. i want to be in this um but no i mean like it's like you need a whole routine with these puppies and like it really brought to my attention because I wanted a dog just to have a dog but also I'm like I don't have the the, the bandwidth <laughs> to like um, raise a puppy yeah. <clears throat> like yeah. that's a whole different it's story a it's a whole um, lot especially if like I moved out like because during this time like I wanted to move out and like figure my shit out but obviously I'm not moving out till next year right. um but I was thinking when I moved out to like get a dog, but I was like, mm, maybe not a puppy. It's, <laughs> right. And that's the thing too. Like we, I always, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm insane. Um, and I would have a house full of all different types of animals if I could. Uh, I would, and honestly, I would do nothing else but take care of them. Uh, yeah. But I'm also, also, that's also a thing. Cause I go to the office. So I'm like, 
uh like post covid i i'm home now but that's the thing i don't think i could have a that's why i don't feel like i can have a dog because i feel like literally a dog would just need to be with me like they they really like they need that they're so on that level like they have cats, so much separation anxiety yes and i've seen so many dogs that have gone through that and it's so sad um, because then it ends up mm-hmm. affecting their overall health because like that they're those two things are connected um but like at mm-hmm. least the cat the cats have the cats get really needy they do get yeah. really needy and like they need yeah. our attention and we have to be able to give them to them but like they have time when they're like no they're like teenagers they're like perpetual they're teenagers. more like teenagers than toddlers yeah <laughs> Unless you have one who has an anxiety disorder, and then you become their personal support human versus the other way, around. the other way around. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it's it's so it's it is it's a very complicated thing, and like it really, it's not. It's just like when you have a kid, right? Like you don't adapt having a kid to your life. You have to adapt your life to having that kid. And yeah, like having people definitely the same thing. And it's it. I don't know. I guess like I feel like. People get mad when I say that, like, I have kids, or, like, I have a child, like, I have a fur baby, and they're like, no, you don't know what it's like because you don't really have a kid. Okay, granted, that's fine. I don't have a real-life human. That's that's fine. I don't change diapers. Got it. But that emotional relationship is very much the equivalent. Like, Maji could yeah. have come out of me. Like, nothing would have been any – like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, look no, at her, sure. and I get that, that, that feeling of, like, empathy and, like, that feeling of, like – Yeah, of course. And that's what makes you – A parent? right but that's also what makes you really sad when you think about how old they are and that's also something too that like we willingly put ourselves through when we decide that we're going to be a pet parent oh absolutely no when we're signing up for that it's someday they're not going to be with us anymore like you're not you're not adopting like a fucking tortoise like that's going to outlive you (laughs) actually i wonder if the turtle that we had when i was a kid is still alive i think we talked about that right yeah yeah with a the, the episode with monica yeah maybe in like the sanctuary <laughs> wherever you guys put it in <laughs> maybe you can visit it um no for sure like you know what you're signing up for i feel like uh, i mean so um some people don't that's right and that's the problem because i get it's so good that we encourage people to adopt i think it's really important yeah i mean a lot of pets need home need homes but like when we, we got don't talk about the, a lot of the reality of it yeah, when we got Snowy, she was, like, my dad's friend's pet or whatever. And they started getting alert. Like, one of their kids started getting super allergic to do- their dogs. Mm. So we kind of, I don't know, adopted her, I, I guess. Your, do- your dog wasn't hy- hyperallergic, though? Um, what? I think she was. I don't know. Whatever. I don't I don't know what their family thing is, but like I whatever. just heard that. Either, whatever ended up happening, you whatever got, ended up happening, ended like we got up. we got snowy, and she was like two, so like that in itself. How cute she was. And yeah, she was so tiny. Bark. I know. I mean, and then then though that poor dog, we were going through shit during her life, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so like, so like, uh, it probably was wasn't the best time to get a dog, but yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we tried. Yeah. We tried with whatever we had, but <clears throat> and I think that like I mean it's so nice for you guys, for you and your sisters to have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um but now while we're going through this process of like trying to find like a dog to adopt or whatever, my dad's just like, why don't you just like cause his other friend also has dogs that he breeds or whatever. Mm. He's like, Why don't you just get that one? We're like, Well, we could also rescue a dog and like we have more time and like dedication now to like actually figure this out. So Yeah yeah it's a whole process guys like i I feel like we've been going through this for like a month now and we've been we've put like three or four applications in now 
Wow. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, and they're being so nice. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like, it is. It's really, it's a lot. Because in my heart, like, we have actually, we have really good friends who adopted an older cat. And then they just got, like, a like a young like adult cat. Um, uh-huh. And they get along so – our cats do not interact like other cats do. It's so funny. Like, you see, like, all those pictures of, like, cats cuddling and stuff like that. Our cats do not do that. I was like, I don't think I've ever like, seen, not even, like, 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 them three, like, together. I feel like they're all in their own little bubble. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Gunter and Beezus will, like, lay next to each other or, like, lick each other and do cute stuff. But, like, they don't, like, cuddle the way these other – I don't know how people get their cats to – like, I don't know. Whatever. I don't Our know. cats also came at all different times. None of them are, like, actual siblings. Like, they've all had their own lives before they met because they were all, like, like, like rescued or, yeah. like, they yeah, lived yeah. on their – without their other siblings beforehand. So it could be that. Um, they just don't do that. Gotcha. I don't know. Which is so – they cuddle with me. They're, like – But that's it. They're, like, step-siblings. <laughs> They are. That's what they, they are. Act like step like Maja and her brother Bezos a thousand percent act like step siblings. And it's so funny that um I think that's really why I've never Yeah. You know, like you know me and my like weird like emotional senses, right? So like when I meet dogs, I feel like I generally get the same vibe from like every dog I meet. You know what I mean? Like like they have a dogness to them. They're like, and, you know, like, um, the stereotypical golden retriever, like, just, like, super upbeat and just, like, wagging yeah. their tail all the time. They're just, right. like, super happy. Well, yeah, like, yeah. And they're very, like, dogs have <clears throat> become very predictable, right? And I mean, they're very oh, routine. They're very routine. Yeah. Based. Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, like, I, I even humans. They're not humans. <laughs> I even, I dog, there was a dog, uh, one of my, like, really good friends had a dog who ended up getting really sick. So I, when they had to go away for work, I ended up going and, like, do- like living in their house for, like, a week. You have to dog sit the dog. Um, and like super sweet, totally loving, but like they just, I don't think they're not your cat person, is what you're saying. I guess so. I don't know. Dog, I like dogs are great and they're lovable and you want to hang out with them and I think they're amazing, but like they're so, I think of it, I always think of the dog from up. Like they're so predictable, they're like <laughs> super goofy and which can be so nice and they're so loving, like unconditionally loving, but like cats are really complicated and every one of them has like gives off different vibes and you have to like build a relationship with them can and i, I say... guess i like that comp like that complexity yeah <laughs> so aaron has a cat i don't know if i told you this um super like keeps to herself but also is trying to still figure out this house mm-hmm. you know that's very cat yep um so Realize Aaron, but is still so iffy around me. But she'll like look at me now, as opposed to like just running away. Don't I'm like, you love right, that? Is- like nothing. We talk about being like judgmental and having judgmental faces as a person, but like nothing. There's no greater judgment face than like the judgment face of a cat. Of a cat, I literally just <laughs> stares at me. I'm oh like, God, so I'm like, I don't know how to interact with you because you're gonna run away if I get closer to you. So I'm just gonna stand here and say, Yeah, that, we're like, just gonna stare. We're good. But that's the thing too. Like they work cats are constantly testing us so like they work on like this weird subconscious level where like if they sit there and they stare at you they want to know how you're going to respond right like they want to know if they're safe to move or if you're going to shift and move really quickly like they they like are constantly Mm -hmm. taking in the information and assessing the situation because they're super instinctual yeah so i'm trying to figure that out um i think she because i'm also like always down here like the yeah. cat is always upstairs with Aaron and Kate. 
I mean, Kate also has, uh, I think, a better relationship with the cat right now because mm. she probably sees Kate more because she's also in her room, which is next to Aaron's room. Right. Cannot stay in my mom, though, because my mom's just loud. Because <laughs> you know how my mom is. <laughs> Just that screaming. was how Maji and my mom were, and the funny—it's so funny because <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny because my mom like it's the same face that my like the same way that my nephews would react when they were babies and they'd hear my mom's voice because my mom gets like super excited and loud. Yeah, and yeah. like Maji would just like be like, like <laughs> just like yeah, open. it would just be like you guys so and run away, and she's, she's like, so come loud. here, I want to pet you, and she just runs yeah same thing with my mom and so the cat just runs and aaron's like mom you're just so loud just just shh, just you're so loud <laughs> <laughs> so funny that's exactly what i used to have to do with my mom so that's so amazing. that's also another layer into this whole application process of adopting a dog because we have a cat right complicated so like you know adopting like a rescue or like you know just adopting a dog they're just like you have other pets you know in the application and these applications are like you have oh, yeah, pets yeah. or whatever and you have to like they also put in like the dog's description if they're pet or if they're like cat friendly and stuff. So we're trying to just be mindful of that too. Oh um, yeah. But then that dog's gonna be Kate's dog. Kate just really wants a dog. I'm like Kate, oh all right, all right, because Erin has a cat to take, take care of. And obviously she's gonna help out, but Kate really wants a dog. So like it's like a veto process with Kate. We're just like Kate, what about this dog? And she's like no. So like we're like, all right, fine. What about this dog? And she's like yeah, this one. You know. So it's like going through Kate. It's Kate's dog. Like the next time. God. <laughs> but th- those are the things that like with the ages that they they are and like if they're gonna stay mm-hmm. in, in the house or not like those are the things that they really have to think about like i the hardest thing for me so i <laughs> this is still funny to me so we got maji when my brother left for college because yeah. Because my brother was allergic to cats, and I could finally have one once he left for college. Just very narcissistic <laughs> uh, on your part. <laughs> um, huh? Just very narcissistic. You're just like, all right, he's out. I need a cat. Yep. Well, okay. So I had always wanted one, um, and then I I don't really I don't. My, everyone in my family has a different perspective on how all this went down. To be to be clear, but oh, okay, I can't wait. We um. The thing that's the th- the funny thing is that. My father has always wanted like a dog. Oh, yeah. he always wanted a dog. But I can see your like, dad wanting a dog. He always wanted a German Shepherd. Like that's his. I can still also see that German Shepherd. Um, but he like, doesn't want to deal that. with having to train a dog right now. So, um, so he's always wanted a like always wanted a pet. We've had bajillions. We've had like fifteen different pets between my brother and I over the course of our lives. Like yeah. from <laughs> turtles to fish to bunnies to birds to lizards to frogs. We had a lot of reptiles for some reason. Um, that tortoise. What else? Yeah, we had that huge snapping turtle. Ended up being a snapping turtle. What else did we have? <laughs> I had we had multiple hamsters. We had we had so many animals. So like my parents were okay with it. And I guess at that point we didn't have any, and we hadn't had any for a while. And I think my mother was trying to like fill in like her empty nestness by bringing a cat in. You know what I mean? Like with my brother leaving. Um, yeah. So I don't know how much it was really for me, but. And to be totally honest, my mother instigated this because my mother was the one who saw Maja first. Okay. And oh. then wanted okay. told my like like saw her and thought she was adorable and was like, Oh my god, we saw this cat at the, the rescue okay. place. Like, yeah, like let's go. And like that was it. Like the second you tell me that, like I'm that's we're going. Mm-hmm. So this was my mother to start. Um, but yeah, my dad didn't want anything to do with it. Like absolutely not. He was like, No, no, we're not getting a cat. No, we're not getting a cat. Even as in the car on the way home, he's like, No, we're not getting a cat. And we have to have a car. <laughs> Um, so this is how everything started, but I was like, we were what, just going into high school at that time. We were so young. 
I hadn't realized, you know, like, you know, but like, you like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have this cat for a long time. But you don't think about how you're going to have this cat for a long time. You know what I mean? Uh, of course. So of course. When I went away <clears throat> to school, it like was traumatic for both of us. I was like, saying, like and how did she deal with that? Um, not very well, mm. which was like, like broke my heart, which is why it was so important for me to like be able to live with her after. Um, she like my parents said she just like slept most of the time and like oh, sure. wait at the door like to hope that I would come in. Oh. Um, and then there were some other things in there where like she she like got out of the house once. Did she really? Things that were traumatic. Yeah, and oh, she wow. like was too scared, so she ran and hid under, hid under my dad's car. Um. Oh, okay, that's good. So like, just like like that's the thing that I don't like when we get pets when we're younger is like we have to think about like if we really are gonna have them like I wasn't gonna be able to take her to school. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. And, like, I would have rathered her be with my parents and, like, still been in the situation she was in before as a rescue. But, um, like, that was hard for both of us. And then what? And, now, and then I moved a bunch with her afterwards. And yeah, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you're going to get to live with your mom. And, well, I lived home for, like, one year of grad school. So that was nice. She was thrilled about that. But then it was like, oh, we're going to live together. And then we moved out. And like two weeks later, Dan moved in with both his cats. And it was like, what is she doing? She's probably like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then we all moved together. So it's like, yeah. (laughs) She's had a very, like, she's had an interesting life. Eventful. Um, But it's, it's, again, it's stuff that we don't, (coughs) my best, like, it's good to have a pet when you're a kid. But like. It's and dog, like, dogs are different. With like dogs are fine with moving, they get over it. Like dog, like dogs don't really care. Um, to just like, like get me some food, let me yeah, go out. But cats again, walk. they're super complicated. So it was a lot. It was a lot on her. And like we have another like our Dan's cat Bezos has moved. When he first got him, he moved every year for like four oh or five years. God. So the cat's probably like, all right, is it time to go yet? Yeah, like he's like, he has. When I had to take him to the vet after like the third day of like having to go, he was like sitting outside of like sitting in the like the where like the doorway is, or just yeah. meowing at the door, like let me out, let me out, let me out. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh but God. they like it is. It's so that's just like something to consider. Like in an in a perfect situation, like you keep your pet and you keep them in one spot with like a similar like consistent routine and like environment and experiences and people. But like that's also it's not the- people. But also, dogs are a bit complicated too. They do have that like separation anxiety, just anxiety in general. I feel like with new environments, but then they get yeah. like, again. They might get over it easier than cats. Yeah. I think that's what your your point is. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, oh Jesus! Because I did, I did go on a little weekend trip with Ashley and Tucker, <laughs> and Tucker was so small still. Um, like he was, God, I don't know, but even so, like he was like bugging. Like overnight, he was like, "All right, this isn't like we're not going home." Like, yeah. like I can, I like he was just like, but then he got over it by like the, the day that like, we like left. He was like, "All right, I think I got the <laughs> routine." Course. But then we like, we like left the, right. the day of. Like, so. All right, cool, whatever. But then he was super. <laughs> it was so funny because then we got to her apartment and he just like knocked the fuck out. He was like, "All right, <laughs> we're home." It's emotionally, I can well, sleep he now. Didn't sleep the entire time you were there. It's emotionally barely exhausting. slept. It is, barely and slept. it's so funny. It's funny too because if you think about what we are weird like humans now like of the 21st century are weird right like he, like yeah. regular species don't do what we do like and like no, they kind and of these just animals stay. if they they're natural right they'd go where they go and it'd be like consistent and yeah that'd yeah. be it and they live their lives and it'd be done so like we 
add in a whole bunch of other stuff for them to have to deal with that they never would deal with instinctually. So their instincts are like scared. What's yeah, happening? Absolutely. They're like, what's happening? What like what happens within the next like five minutes of my life, basically? Because yeah. like we also like go to work and like go grocery shopping, like run errands without them. So they're yeah. like, are you coming back? Like you know, like it's just like you have to train yeah. them and be like, yeah, I'm coming back. Just like give me a few hours if I'm going to work. Yep. And it's funny because our cats have gotten. That's another. It's mm-hmm. easier to leave. Um, a cat. It's easier to leave a cat for an extended period of time. Well, not like a new cat, obviously, because they're gonna be like, "Oh, what's going on?" But, um, mm-hmm. like now with all of our cats, they when we leave, if we leave for an extended period of like a, like a day or two, um, like with they leave, like we leave them with food and everything. But once they realize that we're not coming back for a little bit, they literally sleep the whole time, mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. come back and they bother us for like a solid twenty minutes, and they're like, "Oh, okay, no, all okay. right, you're back, whatever." <laughs> yeah, it's not like a big. It's not to like do. a big sh- unless like unless they they do feel they had they go through like weird flows of like being really needy or not caring that you exist. Literally um, a teenager. Like I said, like a teenager. <laughs> Literally a teenager. Like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. So. No, dogs are very. They need a routine. I think. Oh, from, for sure. Also, like with COVID, um, and a lot of people getting dogs in particular, not more cats. I've seen more dogs than cats get adopted. Um, Me too. When you do go post-COVID life and these people have, like, maybe desk jobs or whatever, like, how is how is the dog going to deal with that? Because then that's going to be major separation anxiety, I feel like, for, for the dog's part. Because, like, they're so used to, like, you being home. So that's just another thing that, like, COVID's just going to screw something up, Yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Pets are complicated. They're, like, the greatest thing ever. I'd say, but, but they're really so worth it. I feel like they're so worth it, though. But you have to be able to, like, really... If you want to get what you want to get from that relationship, you really have to like. They're you're giving take. a lot. You're giving a lot, like a lot. Oh yeah, it's a give and take. It, it, yeah, it's it's good to have a pet, but also like they also need have their needs and wants and stuff. It's literally a child. You you're literally adopting a child for x amount of years. You have it. right for like it's a it's a it's a like a not a lifetime contract, but do you know birds? Like birds are like they can be up to like thirty years old or something. That's a yeah. commitment. That's oh yeah, a fucking commitment. <laughs> oh yep. I don't remember Actually, how. Yeah. I don't remember how old our bird was. Our bird, our bird was old. We also thought our bird was a boy its entire life until it. That's laid awkward. Because <laughs> I we had my parents had it. I feel like for a while. I think it came from. I honestly don't even remember anymore. I was young. Sure. This was like all back in Carteret. Like this bird didn't even make it to like where yeah. my parents ended up moving us. But yeah. Um. We, yeah i remember okay this is what i remember the bird super like finicky and moody and stuff and funny used to like throw like food at like people in our family didn't like um <laughs> that's amazing and she's like huge personality and her his name was leonardo because my brother was obsessed with all the ninja turtles makes sense um his name was leonardo and apparently like something had, i don't know if it's because she got old or she ended up getting sick i don't remember but before a female bird like passes away they lay like a bunch of eggs that are just like empty eggs okay so all <laughs> so of you a saw sudden, all the eggs so all of a sudden this male bird like had a bunch of eggs in its cage and we were like what is happening and then like we brought her to the vet and the vet was literally like oh um it's a she and she's gonna pass away soon and we were like what um that was my experience with having a bird <laughs> She was and also your first was awesome. your first first lesson on like gender yeah, right. <laughs> that it really doesn't matter like <laughs> like whatever 
And then, like, I'm pretty sure in being the, like, the me that I've always been, I was probably like, am I going to lay eggs on Of course you thought that. <laughs> That's a good question went. that I would ask. Oh, man. That's incredible. Honestly, like... <laughs> That's incredible. Just seeing just random eggs and then finding out your your was, bird. That, that was you the, I'll never forget that bird because of that whole thing. But yeah, they're like they get old. They well, because they're old. dinosaurs. Yes. My God, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're direct um they're lineages dinosaurs. Is dinosaurs. Um Yeah, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I don't know either. Now we're talking about dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, Jurassic Park. I don't know. What else happened this week I, with you? I had a two-year-old. I did have this happen this week. I had a <laughs> a two-year-old girl. I have dinosaur. I don't know why I'm thinking about dinosaurs now, but she's like super into dinosaurs, and mm. I realized how little I actually know about dinosaurs except for their extinction. Because she she's literally two years old, and she like looked at me and like called up a dinosaur and was like, "This is a blah 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 blah." And I was like, "How do you not oh. say that word?" <laughs> <laughs> isn't it isn't it funny how people gender? um hobbies because like oh yeah dinosaurs like we used to be like a guy little boy thing and girls would be dolls and shit i'm just like that's stupid so same thing with like the colors have you have you um i'm gonna bring this up because this is a perfect example of this have you heard of boss baby brody Mm -mm. oh my gosh you have to look him up on instagram Okay. So awesome. it's for anybody who doesn't know who this is. Um, not that he like needs a bunch more recognition, but he's adorable and he's like making his mom is like his mom is a blog writer. Um okay. and she just she shares a really good message. Like she just lets him do whatever he wants to. So like he doesn't he doesn't you can't really relate him with like a gender identity because he like dresses oh, up and all. Oh, this kid is yeah, this kid is wearing a dress and just you know yeah, so he's like androgynous. He's like a little baby dancer. Yeah. Um, and she like shares all these videos of him dancing, and he does a really good. So okay, so you know. How no, I did. He... I don't want to gender the kid. I don't know if he identifies as a he. So they. Oh, this I is also it, a thing. I, did, I think that she identifies him him as a him. For right now, it's for right now, right? Like it. um, okay, okay, okay. But... That's also a thing that I have to I have to learn how to how to yeah do better censor, sure. but like do better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he. So it's what the reason why I like him so much. You know how like we listen to different music because we feel things from music. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the way that he like is with music, if you like look back at like through his videos even when he was younger, yeah, is the way that I was with music. So like really? when a song plays, like you move, like even if you don't know what the words are saying, like you can hear it in the beat and like you move to it. You like there move. are videos of me as a kid like doing very much what he does, like does in all the videos yeah. that she shares, where like you can you feel music on a like a very physical level and like you move to what you're feeling gotcha. so like, that's why i love him but it also helps that like he just is this like sassy little thing like you should hear like some of the quotes and stuff that he says and that she just lets him dress up however he wants to dress up and like doesn't say anything like it's as it's a, a parent should yeah right it's a beautiful thing be... she like unconditionally loves him for whatever like whatever he wants to do um right, for sure but why did I bring this up? Because um, I was uh, talking about the gendering of everything. Oh, oh, oh. so like he for these uh, children. Like dance is one of like the dance world is a big thing where like um, obviously like we're having conversations all the time about like boys who are straight can also dance um, and whether they're straight or not is irrelevant but like boys can dance period or boys dance too yeah. period. Yeah. Like why does it matter? What so they, um, what he, their, uh, he is like a perfect example is. of that as like a 21st century 
little baby child dance boss. I also think it's a generational thing again. Just like it's oh, yeah. getting more and more um like no one's thinking about it. Like if you're not true. But oh, okay. I was talking about the dancer aspect. But what? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like gender toys. Oh no, uh, yeah, in the in I feel like yeah, let me rephrase this. <coughs> I feel like the younger generations again, this boils down to the Gen Z people because with like social media and TikTok and um YouTube and all that stuff, I feel like if a straight guy wants to dance like it's not even a second thought that they're like they they're straight or not straight yeah see the thing i've never understood about it is like back in the day when people like back like if you're a straight man you should be going into an environment where there's a bunch of women like hello you get so much attention i feel like that's your thought process you're gonna you're gonna get so much attention dude like Right, like, how is that ever not a perspective that you've taken? Like, let me study dance so that I can be around all, like, all the women. Hello. I don't know, but... No, the older generations, I feel like... Never understood that. Gender norms. No, but you're right. I think that our generation, with dance and with a lot of other things, is better. Some yeah, it's of getting, like, better. Has, getting better. Have, has advanced in our, or widened our scope of thinking about it. Especially um, in the last, like, I feel like, decade alone. I feel like there's more acceptance. Yeah, for sure. In every um, gender, race... All that and stuff. I feel like I feel like um, I will give like toys benefit in saying that they are doing a better job of like not gendering toys. Like back in the day, you used to see like Legos were only played with by boys, Barbie dolls were only played with like they haven't pushed that yet. They haven't done any Barbie dolls like dolls with boys yet. But like, like you the just Ken see doll a lot isn't more as, girls. Yeah, the Ken doll isn't as popular still as Barbie, but also like as a kid, right? That had that had barbies but also played with like pokemon and like um other boy toys i would always get such like weird questions thrown at me <laughs> when i was a kid oh yeah yeah <laughs> that really threw me off feel, like, I so don't, think don't that matters anymore no it doesn't i mean like looking back obviously that's the part of the trauma that i experienced but like um right but don't do that to which kids. is like a societally inflicted thing don't don't ask kids if like they're a boy when they're clearly a girl like it was the fucking weirdest thing when i was growing up also that also adds to my filipino background too <laughs> mm. <coughs> so don't do that though yeah, it's, it's getting less and less now i feel like with uh younger people having kids now like our our age um they're getting better at it i would hope i think yeah <laughs> so what we need to what we really need to change is like that like we put a girl in pink and we put a boy in blue. Like that's something that really needs because like, that's where that's the foundation. Oh, that's of all the foundation of, it. of that, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, just I like, mean, put like them in a yellow. I get, I get the, and that's the thing too that kind of bothers me is like we do like these decorations for these babies. We're like, oh, we have a boy, so we're gonna decorate dinosaurs. Like, you yeah. don't know if they like dinosaurs. No, you're just putting that on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, I get, yeah. like, it's nice to have a theme and we want to be able to go with stuff. But, like, I love, like, my, um... How about, like, it's, like, a matter... my first nephew, his yeah. theme was, like, his theme was, like, the zoo. I was like, oh, okay. I love that. All right, that's not... Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I think my brother and sister did, like, the Muppets, too. Oh, that's perfectly neutral. And, like, neutral. one of the nice things was <laughs> when my, um... When my, when my brother was born, my parents didn't... Gen- like really gender his like his room so actually i don't even know if you ever saw like pictures of this so my mother 
is an artist. So my mother drew like all like giant 90s cartoon characters like all over the walls in the room that was my brother's nursery. So there was like Snow White was in there, the Muppets were in there, um, the baby versions of the Muppets were in there. I'm trying to think of what else was on those walls. Fraggle Rock was in there. Oh my god. Um, Amazing. All of these like cartoons were all like huge giant paintings of all these cartoons were all over the walls. And like that was my brother's baby room so that it was easy enough to be my baby room when I was born. Yeah. So like those are like the non, it's just like things that are child specific versus gender specific. So like Mm -hmm. I was like I love and I think that's probably what inspired my brother to want to be able to do something like that too. But like that's great. I love that. Yeah. Don't gender your because then you're not putting anything out. on your kid and then when they get older and they actually have interest then you cannot like like and this is coming from the girl do you remember my room when we were teenagers do you yeah remember what I, my can, room looked like I can I can literally picture it in my head right now yes it was very it was with like how I painted pink. the walls my walls looked like I don't I like it looked like someone threw up like colors all over my room because I had colorful. a very like so I had a super girly ass room, and I had like a canopy so... bed that was pink. Like I had a yep. girly ass room. Oh my god, um, I can literally picture it right now. I'm literally going up the stairs, and your child yeah, my rug was pink. And, yep. My rug was pink. I literally yep. Like I was super girly before I hit like my mid teens, and I was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I was never girly. Um, never girly. My room is, is what it is. So you gotta like I I don't know why. I think I just liked because boys things weren't loud. If that makes loud. Sense. I thought you said I allowed. Were bright. <laughs> I really thought you said oh, no. allowed. Like, no, I was no, like, no, what? No. I like. <laughs> That's a whole that different conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> I like things that were super bright and like I'm, were like yeah. super colorful or like I really like things that had like detail and a lot of designs and I felt like things for like things that I saw that they just ended up being more feminine things. Yeah. No. And I. Like, I didn't want dude. a canopy bed because it was girly. I wanted a canopy bed because it was dope, and they only came in pink. <laughs> they literally only did um and i'm just very subdued and like i'm usually in a uh neutral colored outfit or something and this is probably my loudest color right now it's purple in my closet oh my <laughs> so like we're yeah two different two different uh people yeah but it's like it just it was what it was but like our parents let like my parents let me decide how i want and then my mother like my so mother my is parents, very yeah. like you're loud and right like out there so it's like it makes sense that's why i'm like that way yeah Um, it makes sense and my parents are very very not loud (laughs) just internally they're loud in the house (laughs) (laughs) my parents are both so it's like it is what it is but like they at least gave us the space to yeah my parents also gave me the space to be able to explore that and figure out like and like when now like our apartment is filled with like marvel my mother like my my, God, both yeah. my parents like buy us my my mom went cray cray buying me a bunch of spider-man stuff when she like first realized that i really like spider-man like they don't care like yeah thankfully my parents matter it's like whatever makes you either happy. yeah literally like i think uh, yeah we're very fortunate that our parents um didn't care because even even though they're, my yeah. parents are very traditional filipino like they don't care so like you like whatever you like it's your life which I think is very grateful. I'm very grateful for them for doing that, honestly. As opposed to like me being sure. like a, um, being stereotypical or like trying to be like a normal girl or whatever the fuck that means, <laughs> you know? Like they don't care. It, I uh, I like. There's no. I don't even know how to define that anymore. I don't mm-hmm. think it matters. I'm all for just being like. It really. I like. Matter. I also kind of like sometimes confusing people. There was a, what did I? There was a day that I had like my hair up and I had like a like a beanie on recently. Oh my god, you should have seen me yesterday. Like, yeah, like yesterday I was like, in like 
it's it's fun it's whatever you want to you want to be and it's comfortable yeah it's like i just want to be comfy and i want you to leave me alone and then it's like you're making the statement that like only guys get to wear comfortable clothes and women have to be uncomfortable because they have to look a certain way all the time no i don't care i go out and literally what did i go out in um i had my hair up like i usually do because it's getting long and i need a haircut put a baseball cap on top (laughs) had a hoodie on a bomber jacket and some comfy pants and um people get thrown off because then i wear my feeler shoes that have platforms that are like this big so it's like who are you (laughs) it's great it's very comfortable though um as opposed to like going out and all that matters i also don't wear makeup like you know this i don't wear makeup and like that's a whole thing too in society and i'm just like i don't feel like it i'm a girl but i don't wear makeup it why is does that have so... to deal do with anything it doesn't have anything to do with anything it is so yeah. much what's great about how you like you didn't let anything that society said like influenced how you wanted to do no you, i did not you know give mean? a shit like you in high school like, like i don't got, care. you went through that right like you went through all of that and you didn't let any of it like define create yeah. right like how you were going to be yourself and it's so funny like the transitions that we make like i went from like makeup is a perfect example i went from like not wearing any and then i had to wear it for dance competitions all the time yeah, you did. so then i like got really into wearing it because i was like this is super fun i want to play with this and remember when i used to have like that crazy black eyeliner on my face um <laughs> like and then you play with it right but like that that was a part of my experiences like i, I wore a lot of makeup to be on stage so like i yeah. played with it a lot um and then I, I had weird makeup going on in high school. And then I got Y'all to the point did. where I got to college and I was like, I'm not doing this at Y'all. all. <laughs> like, no, we're Y'all done. did in high school. But it, it really. <laughs> yup. It was done. And I mean, like, I, and that was the thing too. Like, I, I had days at school where I was like, it's all about like your personal t- style and what makes you feel good. So like, I had stuff that I wanted. I remember when I used to wear heels in high school because I were days Y'all that were I like, weird with to, that like, I needed, too. Like, I was like, I'm not participating. Yep, I wore my shoes in high school too. Any, I was crazy. Any of this, thank you, ma'am. Like, I was like, no. Yep. And like, I'm in that whole friend group no. that did but, that like, whole. That was... It was like formal Fridays. I was like, y'all are fucking weird. It's high school. I'm not gonna do that. Do you remember this? It was like senior year. I don't remember like doing senior that. Year. That's crazy. Like, what? A, like a certain like <laughs> click did a whole formal Friday thing. I was like, y'all are weird. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna use sweatpants. Thank you. I don't remember that at all. I remember wearing of course my you did. to school on the Fridays before we had competitions because we thought oh it was good God. luck. That's a, well, that's also boils down to competition because, like, right? Like that was my like yeah. dance was my life. So like a lot of the things that I did, but that that related to my clothes too, right? Like I was so used to wearing costumes and wearing yep. things that were yep. loud and like being able to express. So like a lot of that did like filter over into like what that dance was my life school was like there yeah school was there and i had to do it and every you day wore, but dance was my life and you wore makeup so like dance competition that's the whole that was that's a that's yeah back. and i dan- wore dan- like all that and that was how i got into makeup like <clears> and i literally had like this whole like we used to call them they, they're, they're called caboodles oh we used to little, have this whole little thing yes. this whole huge kit that had yeah. all like the makeup in it <laughs> so like i would play with it and then i'd be like oh i like this i'm gonna do this at school and like it never goes across the school because like you're in stage and you're on stage like you like, should you not be wear wearing that at school, that at school ma'am. Um, but it, like, it was stuff that I had to go yeah. through, you know? And, like, plus, my mother, I would see oh, so my mom. You're... My mom was really big into yeah. fashion. My mom was big into clothes. And I would watch my mom every day when she would – even she yeah. was a teacher. Like, my mom had, like, the, like, coolest outfits that she would wear to work. And her makeup be, makeup be done and her hair would be done. So, like, I'd be like, that's how I'm going to feel good. This is how I, I feel about, yeah, about myself to, today. I want to do yeah, this for myself. Down to and that was how I was. Yeah, down to seeing your mom do stuff, too. But, like, I also got – 
I, mm-hmm. I brought a lot more of me into it as I got older. And as I started going on to like to college and had to dance for like 12, 14 hours a day. And I was like, I do not have the energy or the like just college. You don't have the right energy now. to do anything um, but go to class. It always comes back to the way that society influences us. Is it really does. It and also, like, I was gonna say, it also goes goes back to your mom and like your parents, not just your mom. I don't want to discard like disregard your dad, obviously, and this and your <laughs> your parental upbringing. But for me, like my mom doesn't wear makeup or like right. does anything. Like if anything, she's very. It's like her accessories, like her handbags, and like if like a coat or oh, something, and like. That's cool. Because, like, um, and that's, I think that's where I got it from. Because, like, if my mom's not doing it, like, why do I have to wear makeup? And, like, and I never really got into know, makeup. That's your stuff. first, right? That's the norm. That's the right? that's, first, that's, that's your, your first, first introduction way to get, society. Right. That's the first way you see it. And it's, like, and that's the hard part, too. It's, like, if you are, oh, boy. Like, if you are a, if you're born mm-hmm. and you're told that if you're, you're born, boy, we're all here if we, you were born. <laughs> if you're born and you're told that you're a boy right and you hear that you're a boy and then you also hear oh daddy's a boy too then you look to daddy as to like how do i be a boy right like before any of this is even like said in an actual conversation oops sorry i just smacked my pop filter um and then if you're a girl right like you look to your closest person and be like oh mommy's a girl Uh uh-huh uh-huh and you know know what i mean so sorry i just had a thought i don't think my parents ever was like girl boy Maybe when I was when I was getting older, my teenage years, when they were like, like, um, they never know. said like, oh, you're a girl, you're a boy. They never said that. I remember. I think it came from like third parties. They're probably like, honestly, well, that's like, because, I don't right? Like that, and that's another part of the issue, right? When you're when you're when you're born, I'm gonna say this a lot today for some reason. When we're born, the like everyone wants to know how to relate to us so they ask if the first thing people ask is oh is it a girl or a boy which is why yeah. we have going back to the thing of like wearing blue or pink like that was done and why yeah, my yeah. mom got so pissed because i had no hair as a baby so my mother used to velcro <laughs> bow no, like it. giant bows to my stop bare it. forehead <laughs> so that everyone stopped because apparently i guess well i guess i didn't look like a girl i don't know what that even means i, don't I didn't know what that means. look like a girl and she when didn't dress infant, me in girly you know, enough clothes look- yeah 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 so everyone asked if I was a boy all the time and she got really mad because I was bald. So she would Velcro giant bows to my hair. Just to be like, it's a girl, y'all. <laughs> no, I think, honestly. See, but I'm a jerk and I'd be like, well, what do you think? I know. You'd or be like, then I'd be like, do you want me to take off your di- the diaper and I can shit? Like, I would be yeah. a jerk about it. I know you like, would. I know you would. Because what does but, it matter? Are you going to treat them differently? Because but like, again, that, they're girl we're talking or boy? That's like stupid. 30 years ago. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now it was like, different then. Yeah. No, so. I don't think, I think growing up, my parents were, I mean, they probably did say girl or boy, but it wasn't a huge effect. I clearly can't remember. It wasn't a huge effect on my yeah. identity crisis. I don't think crisis. I ever heard anything about like, no, you can't, you're a girl. Yeah. Besides from like, my, like from besides, my... besides like going out at night, like you're a girl, be careful. Like that's a whole, or like you can't do anything with like physical strength or protect yourself that was kind of like an issue so i guess like i guess that but also like whatever i was like whatever mom dad yeah it is what it is but it's like those are the things we're like what are things we can say uh to like if you don't want to tell if you don't want to like box your kid in and be like you're a girl you're a boy (laughs) what can you say you're you like i don't know (laughs) like i don't i guess in what context like, I guess you have like, to ask is... more. I don't know. Like, if your child's like, "Oh, I want to play with dinosaurs," or like, okay, you know what I mean? Or like, because how how do we? 
I guess we have to ask more questions of them. But then how do you do that when they're so young and they can't communicate? But also, should do you want to like just say like the dinosaur example? Like, I I would be like, okay, like is there any further thoughts for you? <laughs> no, I'm I I guess that's not the right example. I guess I'm thinking to myself like, mm-hmm. do you do you have to tell? It really becomes a question then if I go back far enough. Like, do you need to give them an identity in terms of gender ever? Do you ever need to make that label for them and tell well, them that? Back then, probably. But now it's like it's whatever your your internal self deems fit for you. So and you, really be- can't, you really can't do it for them. They have to figure it out themselves. But then it becomes complicated, right? Because then once they get to potty training age, you do have to actually, that's the one time you have well, to, that's the you one have to time. go to the boys' room. Well, that's the one time, right? Like, that's that's obviously, like... But I guess you can relate like you that to, start like, off anatomy, that and that's easy. Yeah, like, I mean, that's just bi- which biology. Which a whole issue for people who don't have, like, very... Which is why, yeah, which is why the, the, the gendered bathrooms together. is such a like, societal issue now, I guess. Like, it's a, it's a thing that people are, like, being really uh, aware of, is the, the gendered bathrooms, like, men's room and women's room. Yeah, and it just and gets, it should like, just be an all-encompassing, no. like... It's, this is why it's such, like, a gray area. But, I mean, it is... It's not like there isn't a solution to make it something for everybody. But, like... The it gets, non-gendered bathrooms would be a start. But I just think... Just so it doesn't confuse... Uh, not confuse. I don't know. So it doesn't... I don't know how to word this because I'm so on. See, here's what right I think. Now. <laughs> I think that there could, I think that there very well could be a communal bathroom. And then within the communal bathroom, you have different options for people. Do you get what I'm saying? Also, like, like everyone uses a porter potty and no one complains about whether it's boy or girl. Right. Yeah. You're also going one in, at a time. So I feel like um, that's true. But I mean, in like, our, in our, like, that. yeah, I feel like I'm trying to, like, if you make a route, like, <laughs> why does it matter? a room well no because i'm saying i'm saying like for people who people who have like different medical conditions or like people go to the bathroom in different ways or like people who because there's always the thing is there's always like a handicap like i don't want to be in and then there's always the worry about like like people always bring up the argument about like like safety concerns and things like that or feeling but like going to a bathroom gendered is also a safety concern because you're in there with strangers that's also true if you go into (laughs) like if you create a large bathroom area like a large restroom area and then you give like different areas in there for people to decide like how they because that's really what the difference is the difference isn't like that we have we all have to go to the bathroom so like if you just make a big yeah. room that says that we all go to the bathroom and then you give people the options of how they want to choose to go to the bathroom and you allow people to have like yeah a, a sense of privacy because like it is a private thing you're going to the bathroom like a sense of privacy but also to know that they're accepted by a larger community by being in a communal area you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. if you want to use a urinal you can go into this section if you want to go into a stall you can go into this section i don't so know what other also... option there would be you can go <laughs> to this <laughs> section like yeah, yeah. I feel not... so unge- uneducated talking about this. Honestly, I know. But I agree isn't you. this if if I can if I can go uh, into I don't know a more not a relatable um, but a more like educated route for us? It's like when when guy like single dads have like an infant and there's mm. no changing rooms in in the male bathrooms, so then they have to go into the female ones because they have an infant that they have to change their diaper. Yeah, so it's it's like. Why can't this be an all-encompassing bathroom for that? Like, just taking that example, I'm like not a, a space discarding. Like a changing room space. 
I'm not discarding obviously the gender norm, the you know non-gendered bathroom, but it's just like an example. Like, okay, why can't we again? This is why, like, an all-encompassing bathroom, so that if you're a single dad, there's also a changing room because like it's all encompassing yeah, bathroom like for giant, everyone. In my mind, I see like, this giant, giant bathroom. I see like this giant island in the middle that's like separate <laughs> little changing giant. stations. That's what I see. I yeah. see. I'm designing the whole thing in my mind, but that's what yeah. makes it right. Those established norms that we have in place already or make it the issue right if you create if you create the space and you set that foundation about what it's going to be and you you are very clear in the intent of like this is for everybody no one's going to feel any type of way about it but when you have an existing boundary or an existing norm or expectation that's already set in place and then people have to figure out how to work their way around it that's when you feel uncomfortable you feel like you're doing something wrong like that's that's like the that's a feeling that i hate which is why i don't Mm -hmm. like authority but like dismantle the system right like when you're working with a system that makes you feel like you're doing something wrong from the get-go then you're like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah how do we start talking about bathrooms um (laughs) gender oh oh oh, oh, gender norms (laughs) yeah so like my question is like when you would would the best way so if you have a because kids are also going to come and be like like ask you questions right like i feel like instead of giving kids the answers and saying like you are this or you are this you could ask them more questions to make them dive deeper into their own like what they really like into their own selves versus like creating that label for them and then i guess you have to walk a you have to it's just hard with third parties like outside parties right and that's whenever i mean let's be real that's when we start to ask all of these other questions about like we worry about all these people getting involved so it's like we have to walk it's like we've created this fine line of encouraging them to explore and answer questions for themselves and find out what they like but at the same time you want to make sure that you are a really stable foundation so that like they feel safe and supported you know what i mean like they're not like flailing out in space and don't get that parenting's hard guys (laughs) even parenting even parenting pets see full circle yeah for reals for reals at least i don't have to worry about what gender identity my cat wants to be that's well you clearly you guys clearly didn't care about the reverse gender identity until the very end you're like oh okay yeah (laughs) it's a girl so it's like why does it it doesn't matter unless you're breeding them obviously then it matters but like uh, why why does it not matter for our pets but then it matters for us Society? I don't know. Yeah, honestly, that's, that's a rhetorical question, guys. There's if you have it, if you answer to a real answer, please come on our podcast and explain this to me. Um, that was a rhetorical question. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot in society that just doesn't make sense. Exactly why? Why does it matter when it comes to us? And then again, it, when regards to your pets, like why does it have to be so, us and everyone else? There's there's a, there's a really funny meme or like a joke on the internet that I saw, where it's like when you meet a person's pet for the first time you're like oh is it like oh he's so cute and then they're like no it's a girl like oh she's so like it's a very instantaneous thing oh i do that all the time and then i right? always but say then, the wrong thing forever and ever afterwards but then for like humans if it's like a um someone that identifies as, as another gender then they're presenting like biologically everyone has an issue <laughs> huh. like you know so it's like why is it so instantaneous where when you find out a pet like your dog or your cat is another gender but then when it's a human you're just like yeah but biologically they're a girl or a boy because the, well, the, the reality is if you i guess the human is the one who gets offended if you tell the animal in the wrong gender but like <laughs> at the end of the day the animal's not gonna care and then neither does the kid though so you're right why is that a thing 
Mm-hmm. And I constantly do that. And I'm, I am I, something else that I learned from my mother because sometimes I'm Maja, my mother still calls Maja a boy. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you're not harming them by calling. I'm like, you're not harming the. Would it be like, I don't, I don't know, I guess it would, we would have to go back to it's. And then I guess that bigger Birthday. issue is like, it's makes it seem like it doesn't have an identity. But this some people are not, not gender, yeah, <laughs> gender fluid though. It's very, it's very, uh, it goes into the LGBTQ. Like why, why, and I'm still, I'm still talking about this in reference to animals just because I don't know enough to talk about it in reference to humans. And I know that it's going to get out of my hands real fast, but like, yeah. Yeah. why does it? Also, we did not prep for this this no, conversation, so Why I apologize for anyone that's listening and is getting super offended because I was not prepared for this. if we're saying something wrong, if we're saying something that, that, that is offensive, please come on the podcast and educate us because yeah. we want to learn from other people who have lived these experiences, not just us rambling about them and like our own experiences that are not direct. Yeah, um, yeah. seriously. This might have to be another episode. Maybe we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do we get here? <laughs> yeah. Because now I'm going into like the whole psychology of like we can table this if you want. It's, I'm not like, pre- why I don't want to use it's for a living thing. But then again, but I what call- if they pre- what if they prefer it? Right, that's why I'm saying. So like, can I just say it's from now on instead of automatically using a gender? They them. That's my default. There. Okay, I had to yeah, get you. they them there. <laughs> There's a really can I use that for problem. other things though? What do you mean? What other things? Okay, so like, okay, so in my mind, I think it's in my head. I'm thinking it's using the word it's or saying something like it is mm-hmm. sounds like it would be like an inanimate object and seems like that it's being like not. This is this is my brain, how my brain works, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to use it for a living thing because then it almost seems like it's taking away the, the fact that there's life. Is to this it. is you is this trying to is I feel like this is you trying to unlearn our grammatic like our english right. language like it's me trying to, that yes. you learned in like kindergarten it's me trying to <laughs> flip the way that i think about it because to me what's more important in the way that i like identify things or like talk to, about yeah. things is the fact yeah. that i want to be able to respect the fact that it's a life versus so like i have no problem calling my cup an it but like I'm not gonna call my cat or like another like living like a tree even like a tree I'm not gonna call a tree an it it yeah. you know what I mean I'd rather not say it because it it doesn't give it like enough respect to say like there's a life there it just seems like a very you know what I mean do you get what I'm saying like a very shallow term so yeah, I'd rather so say like they they or there because then yeah. I think that is more we've talked about life before like the way that I see like life like I feel like that's respecting the fact that there's a life in something you know what I mean. So now I have to, like you said, I have to start unlearning stuff and start relating everything that is a life to they and there. And then if somebody wants to correct me and like has a more specific like identity that I connect to. It's like a pronoun. Yes. This is why we're going to be doing this for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And like, it's, it's it's very like, first we have to, first we learn stuff. Then we have to unlearn a lot of stuff. Then we have to relearn and identify based on the individual or the yeah, it's based on inter- like whatever we're interacting with. It's all inter interrelation. Like it's Very like interpersonal relationships and stuff. Like it depends on the person you're talking to. Yeah, and those are like massive it. lifelong developed skills, interpersonal skills. Yeah, for sure. Uh the pronouns they them there have been more used lately, I feel like. So it's getting like easier that. to learn. Yeah, it's getting easier to learn. I feel like if um, until I get a better educated based on like the individuals 
desires. Yeah, it's all the yeah, it's all the individuals too. Like the things yeah, that you can I identify. think are important better are better related with saying that versus saying him whore or him him I just said whore. Him whore. her <laughs> him her or it. <laughs> yeah, so <Oy>. uh, <laughs> Okay. Anyways, okay, um, I'm gonna start practicing doing that this week and see. Yeah, how I'll say and just confuse just, myself immensely. I feel like if it's a practice that a lot of people have to learn now. Like if you're if you're meeting a new person and you don't know how they gender identify, just stick with like they them there yeah. until they say what they identify, like what their pronouns are. And it's really it's really funny because I was quick story. Um, I was on a conference call. Um a while ago now maybe maybe a month or two ago and the person that we were talking to um gave us their pronouns in the very beginning of the conference call i was like oh you're right like i shouldn't assume that you go by she her his or you know whatever yeah um and even like in her um email address signature hmm. i'm like oh this is this is good because like you don't want to assume a gender yeah that's a thing that I've seen in, um, like, like virtually with students. Like mm-hmm. some teachers have them put it like their name and then put their their pronouns. Which is yeah, some some a conference calls I've had with uh with people, like their their Zoom, um, mm-hmm. whatever has their pronouns. I'm like oh yeah, which is super interesting. It's very it's very uh, I think it's good, because you don't want to assume anymore, no. and you really shouldn't have in in the <laughs> beginning of time anyway. Right. Like we shouldn't have been learn learning that from the get go, but it's okay. Yeah. We're we're trying. We're learning. We're trying, mm-hmm. and that comes with like a lot of. We just have to be. <laughs> at this point, we can't just be like this. is What has to be done, and then not be forgiving because we really have to change. Like everything is changing in what we were originally taught. Um, yeah. So yeah. hopefully, in ten, twenty years from now, when the younger generations are learning this, it mm-hmm. won't be something that. We have to go through the like the whole the rest of our life process of un- untangling and then realigning for ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna practice the day there and then this week. We'll see how that goes. I'm do my yes. best. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll it'll only. I mean, there's no harm in those pronouns. Uh, yeah. If you have, I'm saying this, but I might be. I don't know if that's not right. I, I hope not, because I'm gonna start doing it. And if like I but said, it's please, neutral. But those are if neutral. If you're somebody pronouns. who is on <laughs> listening, who listens to or watches this podcast, and you have any insight on this topic email us and tell yeah. us or like if you have a relevant story that you would want to be shared to your own experiences with this if you're somebody who uses other than the normative pronouns um there's a really funny tiktok <laughs> where it was like my pronouns are we and us and, <laughs> and it was a play on like uh communist states like <laughs> like this is like um like um not capitalism what's the other one socialism Socialism. like everyone everyone has a piece of the pie and everyone's equal or whatever so that's why their their pronouns are we it's, it's a comedic thing it's not actually they don't identify as we and us because like that's just weird <laughs> oh, that's, I, I, other... that's just weird now i don't know my brain is not trying to unpack all of that thank you i have to send you a tiktok it was so funny oh man oh, my friends are we and us <laughs> good god oh jeez no right, they and well, them well what a Guys, we have Maria and I cannot be left to our own devices. I hope no, not when we're tired. Not when we're tired. These episodes can be. uh, You guys are really getting a good glimpse about what it used to be like when we were younger. Because I literally (laughs) would barge into Maria. Maria would be upstairs in her room on her computer, 
and I would walk into her house and her mom would be like, oh, her mom would, first of all, I'd walk into her house and her mom would say hi to me and they'd try to feed me something, which was great. So 90% of the time that I usually went up to Maria's room, I was already eating something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> and I would just walk in and just start, I literally would be coming down the hallway sometimes. Like, like, hey, Maria. And my door just, like, be like, start hey. talking to her. And this is what would happen for the next hour and a half. So you guys are really getting a good glimpse into what it's like. And I think it's sometimes I think it's good that we come in with topics and we have guests, but sometimes I think it's good that we don't because it it's because like our, like this is okay. the reality of what these conversations are like with us guys. Like nothing is like nothing is scripted today. Nothing was prepared. Um, no, we got to a topic where I was like, I'm not prepared to talk about this. I don't even no. know anything about this right now. Which is good now because now it's going to send us on like a a, a wanting journey. to learn more. So. Yeah, I'm so not educated on um, as as part of like you know the LGBT plus community. Yeah. Like I'm not educated, which is why it'd be so nice to have somebody who is who's looking for a safe space to to want to educate other people. Oh, I missed the Q. Oh, sorry, I missed the Q and LGBTQ plus. Sorry about that. I'm also being very cognizant of that too. Yeah. I don't want to like, which is also different from when we were younger. It used that to acronym be... alone has changed since we were younger. Because now it's LGBTQ maybe A plus. You know, it keeps going on, I don't know. but I think it started when we were younger, which is LG. Again, so somebody who's, anybody who listens or is in our group or circles who would want to talk about this or share their experience is more in in a safe space. Um, yeah, let us know, because uh, we would love to have you and get educated to be better, like ourselves, mm-hmm. and more inclusive. Yep. All right, cool beans. All right, then. Well, uh, thank you so you much up. for listening to this episode of the Be More podcast. Maria and I have two episodes left year i was like i'm sorry what and <laughs> can you imagine should... pretty's like we have two episodes I'm on the timeline it. surprise um and we will probably have guests for both of them things got a little bit interesting today um mm-hmm. with having to reschedule no worries but we'll have guests for them and then we have some exciting stuff coming in the new year so continue to hang out with us and we'll talk to you guys soon okay bye